0: Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Well, we're just What we thought we'd do, Gavin and I were talking, we said, hey, let's get some students and let's turn some coaching calls into live podcasts because we can kind of kill two birds with one stone. Now, why we want to kill birds with stones, I don't know, but uh, let's do this and uh, we can help Taylor and we can help our podcast and uh, hopefully – What we're going to maybe give some advice, hopefully some good advice to Taylor, you guys can listen to this and apply it in your own business. That's the whole goal of what we are trying to do. So um, first, I want to invite you to watch a a new case study video that Gavin and I did recently. Um, It's called How We Did Over $155,000 in the Last Two Months Doing Deals Virtually in another market with no direct mail, working with some of our coaching clients. And uh, it's pretty cool. If you want to get more information on that case study, go to virtualcasestudy.com, virtualcasestudy.com to get some more information and to watch that video. It's about 30, 45 minutes long. It's not a big sales pitch. Gavin and I just break down step by step. There's like seven or eight steps, Gavin, I think, of yes. what of how to do these deals and what we're doing. And then if you're interested, we give you an opportunity at the end to apply to maybe work with us. We've got a workshop coming up in a few weeks here in St. Louis. We do them almost about once a month where we take a small group of people, just 10, 12 people, roll up our sleeves and implement, set up the systems, do the marketing, and partner with our clients on deals. I love this business. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We have a special guest. His name is Taylor. and He's got a little small puppy dog on his lap. <laughs> yeah. Look at that big <laughs> Small.
1: That's awesome. I just got
0: (laughs) sixty pounds. He's a big old dog. We like dogs on this show. Uh, If uh, some of you seen on my Facebook post, go to my Facebook wall and look at the picture I posted the other day of our little puppy. She's about the cutest puppy you'll ever see.
2: But uh, my wife might argue that. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody thinks their dog is the cutest. Of course.
0: But, um, cool. So this is, um, this is Taylor and, uh, we sent out uh, a message the other day to our students and said, Hey, who would like to be on a podcast? We're going to do a free coaching call with you guys, but we've got a, so we've got, we've got Taylor's permission to put it out there. So yeah. Taylor, we sent you some questions. I'm just going to kind of read through this right now. Okay. And we will do our, we'll do our best to, um, to help you. Okay. What, no. uh, what are one or two things you would specifically like to accomplish on this call? You said how to fully automate and go virtual with texting Craigslist and Zillow sellers and landlords. Okay. How to automate that and go virtual with it. Yes. What kind of investing do you focus on? It's wholesaling and lease options, as well as you do some apartments. Cool. You currently do real estate full-time. Is that right? Yes. Awesome. And you're in the uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana market, right? Yes, sir. What's the p- proper, correct way to say that, Baton Rouge?
2: That's right, Baton Rouge.
0: Okay, I got it. <laughs> the uh, you're currently average about nine to ten grand a month in wholesale fees. Is that right?
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm having a couple difficulties with like hard money lenders with some of my deals, trying to close right now. Okay, so um. But your your average yeah.
0: profits, your average profits for wholesaling, are is yeah, about nine to ten grand a month. Yeah, it's been
2: about nine to ten grand.
0: Good. You know, there was a guy. Uh, um, no, he was in Lafayette, I believe. His name is Chris Rude. Does that name ring a bell? Yeah, he, he's my
2: mentor for uh, wholesaling. Cool guy. I like Chris a lot. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, no. He gave me an idea for one of the best bandit signs I'd ever seen, or and have used, and it's just really simple. It says. Uh, We buy houses regardless of equity. Has he talked to you about that yet? I've not seen that one, no. Oh, it's a fantastic bandit sign. You should test it, use it. Everyone else out there listening. We buy houses regardless of equity. Phone number. Bandit signs. Especially if you know how to do lease options, that will get a lot more calls. Because there's still a lot of people, believe it or not, even today in this hot market, quote unquote, who have very little equity in their house. Um, And that just kind of makes you stand out. Your current monthly goal is about a hundred grand a month. That's a good goal to have.
2: <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there.
0: You <laughs> will. What are some of the things that you're holding, that you feel like are holding you back from reaching your goals and you say unorganized? Um, how much do you currently spend a month on marketing? About three grand. Is that right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I got two cold callers that go for me.
0: Okay. Awesome. And how many offers do you make a week on average? You say, honestly, can't say because I don't track it. It's one of the things you need to get better at. Is that about right?
2: Yes. Cool. That is
0: spot so on. Let's let's talk about the marketing that you're doing right now. Um, what kind of marketing are you doing with the budget of three thousand a month?
2: So uh, that's with I'm um, sending my callers about five thousand leads or uh, people to call a month, and I, I skipped trace and I, I just cut that budget down. Actually, it was three thousand four hundred to around three grand because my callers are I got two of them going thirty hours a week. Seven fifty an hour. And they're also managed by somebody else that's included in the seven fifty. So that's I about eighteen.
0: 18- I can see Gavin, I can see dollar signs in <laughs> Gavin's head. <laughs> Gavin's
2: got some awesome things to share with you. But go All ahead, right. finish what you were gonna say. Uh yeah, I've got them going. They've been going now for this is week number two. And uh, they've been averaging about four leads a day, and that's between either wholesaling leads or lease option. And I I basically just told them because I'm getting into lease options. I told them like, if any any interest in selling, just send them my way, and I'll I'll work it out from there. I'll see. I'll put them in whatever bucket. Hang on, he caught up my. (laughs) He caught my wire. Yeah, just uh, and and also um, a little bit of I'm sending out some mailings for pre-probate, and I worked in there the scraping solutions that I paid for the month, and and I'm texting those out. What CRM are you using? REI Simple. Uh, mm-hmm. I, had, I was Podio, and then now just uh, moving all that into uh, REI Simple. What was, do you think I'm of REI Simple? It's amazing. I'm still learning it, but uh, I love the, the SMS broadcast. Being able to send contracts straight from there. Don't have to use DocuSign anymore. <laughs> Having it, are being you able to just like, customize them, I love it. Are you sending out uh, direct mail
0: yet? Like, uh, are you sending, when you're sending offers? Click are you to mail. Through, yeah, through click to mail?
2: I have not, just uh, just sending them the the offer and then following up with them.
0: Okay, good. You should think about that. Um, oh, I, I'm really.
1: going to
2: do that.
0: it's yeah, super important. I, I, I've been talking to more and more students lately and people on interviews on podcasts and masterminds. And one of the things that you need to do to stand out above your competition is to send offers in the physical mail, right? But, um, okay, cool. So you're doing some cold calling. You're doing some texting SMS broadcasts to Zillow and Craigslist. They're doing a little bit of direct mail to probates, right? The pre-probates. Yes. Pre-probates. Okay. What, who are you skip tracing and cold calling right now?
2: Uh, the, what types of leads? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I do my driving for dollars and, um, vacant properties. And that, that's mainly wholesaling. I'm trying to transition into like what list I should pull for uh, best for lease options. I have one. It's I, I know you said you don't want anybody that's owned a property. You want them to at least own it for a year and, and so on. And then it doesn't really mat, matter for the equity. So I'm thinking about pulling a list like that and then let them call that as well.
0: But who's this cold calling company dialing? What number, how did they get those phone numbers that they're calling?
2: Oh, the phone numbers. Uh, I use lead Sherpa with their, uh, they have a skip trace site on there. It's 15, 15 right. cents okay. per hit. What list did you skip trace? Oh yeah. Uh, my drop for dollars list, a vacant list. And that's it. And uh, some pre foreclosures as well as like a big non-owner occupied or absentee owner.
0: Ah, good. What, what, our favorite list to skip trace and text and call um, are absentee owners with equity. Now, if you know how to do lease options, even better. Because now, just to pull all the absentee owners, regardless of how much equity they've had, as long as they've owned it for about a year, right?
2: Oh, yeah, that'll be a great that, list. Yeah. That'll
0: give you, you know, two to three times the amount of leads <clears> to <throat> all. Gavin, what, uh, talk about cold calling and um, yeah. and maybe how we can
1: help Taylor with that. Absolutely. Just a quick thing that you said, Taylor. You say that you've the callers 5,000 leads each. Is that what you said? Just 5000 a month.
2: This so is what got I add to the,
1: bot, to the pool. Okay. Okay. So you're giving them 5000 So in that 5000 right now is pre-probate. Or no, that's your direct mail list. You've driven yeah. for dollars and absentee list. That's what they're calling right now. But you've only been doing it two weeks, right? Yes. So I so
2: haven't put in the 5000 yet, but that, that's what I'm budgeting for is to put in 5000 a month. So I need to, I guess, get the list that I want to do the 5,000
1: a month on. Okay, well, one thing you need to be aware of when you say 5,000, which is awesome, it's a good goal to have, but don't worry too much about how many leads that you can get. It's all about how many dials they're doing through Mm -hmm. them leads and actually qualifying, right? So you need to be calling the same list multiple times.
2: So we need 10,
1: 11, 12, 13 touches with the same list. That's what we can do it up to. Does that make sense? Mm. And the other big thing is, what time are they calling, your cold callers? So uh, they're calling at about 12, my time to
2: about six. Okay. And they're
1: calling at the same time? Every day. Yeah. Oh, Monday through Friday is what they're calling. But they're calling at the same time. Both of them yes. are on 12 to Both 6. Both of
2: them are going from 12 to 6.
1: Okay. So what I would personally recommend okay, is having one start at nine and and doing the morning shift and one doing the afternoon to evening shift. So let's just say they were doing four hours. You do nine till one, and then you would do four till seven, three till seven, for instance. Does that make sense? And then what you'll do then, if you have separate lists, they will work them lists, and then you will rotate the lists between the VAs. That's smart, where they're hitting both. Exactly. On different times. So your audience is being hit at different times, depending on shift jobs, jobs being, you know, the early people, the late people, have they finished work. Because what we do is when we hit a list in the morning and we move that to the afternoon, sometimes it it can react like a new list. That's, that's true. I like that. That makes sense. So you call in, it's great that you're calling number one, right? Um, but doing it at the same time, you're not leveraging your callers as best as you should be. All Does right. that make sense? Yeah, Let that makes perfect sense. What works and what time? The it's other like thing a light is this went off. <laughs> yes, there's a gold, gold nugget there for you. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I would say is six hours is a lot of time. And again, you've got someone else running your VA. So I don't need to know who that is because I don't want to know what they're doing because um, that's not what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say but six hours without a break is intense.
2: Well, well yeah, yeah they, they take like 15-minute breaks every now and then.
1: Okay, okay, good. Because what you'll find is is that normally one the first three hours is always going to perform better than the, the last three.
2: Enthusiastic. Because they're going
1: to burn out. And you only need to check, te- test it yourself, right? Oh, now, people in the <laughs> – yeah, it's brutal, right? I do about <laughs> yeah. 45 minutes and I'm – yeah, I'm, yeah I'm not a fan. That's why I hired it out as soon as I could. <laughs> i don't like it yeah exactly so just be careful of that and and make sure the other thing is as well that you're using the same callers i guess you're doing that right you're using the same people doing that you're not like you haven't got random people coming in you have the same two people that you know who they are okay yes can you listen to their calls
2: oh yes okay they were just starting out and uh a couple of their calls were pretty cringy okay but uh the, the team is working on them and I'm also giving them tips on what not to do.
1: Okay, good. And, um, and that's huge. Okay, The biggest thing that you can do, I know they're being managed by someone else, but you have to control that. right? You can still automate this business and still work on the business because you controlling them are going to get you a better quality lead mm-hmm. to where it's actually a good lead. Does that make sense? Rather than just sending everything in, which is great because if you're only getting four a day, are you getting four per, per shift or four between 12 of them, between 12 hours, between two of them, sorry? Uh,
2: four per day between the two of them.
1: Yeah, okay. So I feel that's low, personally, especially for a new list. I would normally like to see, especially in a market like yours, probably a lead an hour for right. your market right? So I feel that you can get them numbers up. Now as the, the list gets older, they, they will start to drop. So and maybe that's the ability of the callers and you're already listening. So that's great. And you don't have yeah. to listen to hundred calls. Just go and listen to one. And normally if they've got one that way, they will all follow suit, right? Yeah. So when you listen to that and it's then the way that you deliver it, talk to them like they're part of the team. When you are On the phone, try and talk with them before shift and after shift. How's it going? Do you need anything? A great question that I like to to ask them if you could change one thing, what would it be? Give them the voice to come forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because they won't tell you, they'll be scared of you. Because normally, the way that they are treated, it's sick to this script, don't come off the script do this, do that. And I don't want to hear from you. Right. That's how they're normally treated where we want to treat them like humans, which I'm sure you are, but a lot of people don't let them speak and let them make mistakes and be honest. Say, Hey, you're struggling. What do you need? What would you change? And they'll say, well, I think we could do this. And sometimes it might, would be better. It might be the same thing and it might just be a different way of doing it. You're like, okay, if you want to do it like that, no problem. Now they've made a decision in the business Now they're even going to work harder for you. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So two things there. One is the call times. Got to change that, right? And again, I don't need to know who you're using, but tell them that's what you want to do because that's the the main reason.
2: And it it makes sense the way you describe it.
0: Are you texting them first and then cold calling them? Or are you cold calling them first and then putting them in a broadcast campaign either with REI Simple or Lead Sherpa?
2: So- I, it's they're just being cold called okay so those that are being cold called are just being cold called and then the the ones that i scrape or the they that get scraped off zillow and craigslist just get uh blasted text
0: you should think about doing you know after they're cold called just put them into a text campaign i think the best thing to do might be put them into a uh text sms broadcast campaign you can do that with lead sherpa or rei simple Make sure you filter out the known litigators list, right? Oh, yeah, 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 I do. But then send a text campaign. Anybody that hasn't responded, download them, put them into the cold calling campaign. Does that make sense?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I should start doing Um, that. That, That's part of the organization thing. (laughs) Sure, sure.
0: Well, you know, as you start getting more deeper into REI Simple, it's going to make it a lot easier for you. But the important thing with REI Simple is to make sure you're updating your statuses because that's the only way you can filter out the leads that need to be to go here or to go there. That makes sense. You can, if you, when you change the status of when they respond, you can then pull out or export, or maybe even do a new SMS broadcast to the ones that never responded to your first text. Right. Or gotcha. you yeah. can send out an SMS broadcast to the ones who you're still waiting for a response out there. When I'm sending my text campaigns, I always like to end it with a question. like to say something like, you're not interested maybe in, uh, there's your house, is your house still available? With a question mark. In fact, I wish I could remember there was a certain text that uh, one of my friends always sends out. And it's really weird. It's like a statement. It's a statement, but he phrases that a question. It phrases the statement as a question. It looks weird, but when you see it, you're like compelled to respond because it's a simple Question. It's like a yes or no mm-hmm. question. That's a good way to initiate or reinitiate a new conversation with the seller. Right? That makes sense? I'm going to ask you, Taylor. Um, you're making some offers. Are you tracking them right now? Like how many are going
2: out? So, right now in Arias Simple, I've done just three in two weeks, four, four okay. in two weeks
0: why have you not been making more? Are you just not tracking it yet in REI Simple?
2: I might not be tracking it. I'm making them over the text messages as well. I'm just not sending them like the, I guess the paperwork on it. One thing with texting too, I should add, and and the same with
0: with your cold callers, right? You don't want them to do too much pre-screening. As soon as they raise their hand, get that lead into your CRM REI Simple and then call them yourself, right? Try to avoid on the, by texting try to avoid too much conversation about the numbers you just want to get some motivation schedule a time to get them on the phone and talk to them make sense real important because you get that's the only way you can find out their motivation if they really do have a problem try to get them on the phone if you call them goes to voicemail send them a text back hey just left a message if they have some interest in selling the, the questions that you can text them, you see the ones that lead Sherpa gives you, right? Those mm-hmm. are good responses to get back. Well,
2: with. well, I'm not with lead Sherpa on their text blast. Just their okay. skip tracing.
0: Okay. All right, fine. But like, w- try to get them on the phone as
2: quickly as possible. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah.
0: How do you feel like your phone skills are with sellers when you're talking to them on the phone?
2: Then they're fairly decent good. with, uh, with extracting the information and getting their motivation.
0: Do you think you could send an offer to every seller you talk to?
2: I know I probably should. Yeah. But, uh, yeah.
0: What's stopping you from doing that?
2: Do you think? Doing it. That's it. <laughs> it's stopping me.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's, Good. it's important. Sorry. Just to add with that. Cause you know, when the, you're obviously not scared to spend money, right? You're spending 3000 a month. That's good. And and that should be, in my opinion, it, you should be seeing a lot higher investment than nine thousand a month return. Okay. You need to be getting that up to you know more, let's just say. Right. More. Yeah. It's for your market as well. Now, if you were in like San Fran or somewhere like that, then okay, probably not. But I feel the the marketing now that you have gone to, that money you will generate over time a lot more contracts, okay? And, and this is the difference, I guess, between direct mail is that these leads coming in, need you need a good system and a good follow-up. So the biggest thing of organization, you've got to get organized and like, like Joe said, changing the, the status to what's going on because that's the only way you're going to make this work over a period of time because you've only had four leads a day, you're two weeks in, you can probably piece everything together right now. But let's jump forward a couple of months, right? And you've got 400 leads now in. And if you're not organized, this thing's going to be missed all over and you're still going to be hopping at one deal a month and thinking why, right? And yeah. the reason is, is that you have to have the, st- the, the status on point. The biggest thing in there is, is the status. If you run everything by status, you can't miss anything, right? And then with the follow-up that you'll be doing, on a monthly basis, on the daily, depending on how hot or warm or cold the lead is, um, you will start to convert. You will convert leads. I guarantee the leads that have come in this week over three months, you will convert one of them. They're already in the database.
2: And that's one thing I need to learn REI Simple better, to so where I can do all that stuff. Well, sometimes, you
0: know, we say it a lot, Taylor, like sometimes the best automation you can get is a good virtual assistant, right? you got to get a VA to organize that stuff for you as soon as possible. And I, I, don't, I forget if you even said that or not. Do you have a virtual assistant like an no, admin VBA? No, but I, I right? need one.
2: Like I, I really do need one. Well, yeah. I would carve
0: out 500 bucks a month out of that marketing budget, and I would put that to a full-time general admin VA. Like I'd recommend virtualstafffinder.com and, and just telling you want a real estate admin assistant. They're a headhunting service. You pay them 500 bucks, they'll go find three VAs for you. The cool thing about using a headhunting service in the Philippines is they're going to give you a full-time dedicated VA, not somebody from Upwork that's working for three or four other people doing a bunch of different projects. They're going to give you a full-time one dedicated VA who just wants to work for one person. And so it helps if you can get um, real estate experience, but it's not super important. It's not required. Yeah. So you can uh, get a good g- general admin VA, tell them what you're looking for. They will give you some candidates and then you can interview them. If one of them doesn't work out, you, they'll give you three more, but uh, I've had real good success with them. I know my other students have as well. Don't worry about them having to understand or know REI. I mean, obviously they're not going to, but like as soon as they're in, you can send them to the REI simple training videos, right? Get them familiar with it. But, you need to be sure that you're not doing the $5 an hour activities. You're focusing yeah. on the $500 an hour activities because you already know how to talk to sellers. You just need to be talking to more of them. Yes. And get get a VA then to do the manual data entry stuff. That that's not your strength. Like That's the part that slows me down a lot. Stop trying to fix your weaknesses. Outsource them. <laughs> yeah. Instead I wish I could outsource my exercise and diet, right? But I can't. That's the only <laughs> thing you can't outsource. Yeah. Okay? I'll but in business, lot, outsource your, your unorganizing stuff. Like get, someone, get a VA to do that for you. It's not that hard. Get the VA to be the real estate or the REI simple expert. And, and then they can update, manage the statuses for you. They can make, send the offers. They can do the follow-up you're just talking to sellers, right? And then you're sending a Voxer message or a WhatsApp voice message to the VA after every conversation you have. Maybe you're a note taker, right? So you, you have a blank lead sheet and you write all your notes on the lead sheet, take a picture of it with your phone, send it to the VA but let the, and then tell the VA, add these notes here, REI Simple records the calls, right? Have the VA listen to the recorded call and tell the VA on the, on the voice memo, just talk to the seller, mark the status as this, uh, remind me in a month to follow up with them, go ahead and send them an offer for cash or a lease option offer, send them the lease option credibility kit, send them a cash offer for 50000 remind me
2: in three weeks to call them back, etc. You know what I'm saying? I need that in my life so bad. Oh. That, that, that right there, I feel like will make, like. Dude. Up my, you know my, how easy it is to find somebody to do that. Because that—that's—that's that's that's what that—that that right there holds me back so much. That's just, not that hard. it been me. I, I just I'm the I see so much further ahead than, like that stuff. Yes. I don't know. So yeah. I, I don't know if that was your girlfriend or your wife or your sister or your mom or. Yeah, that was my wife back there.
0: Okay. Came and took the
2: dog. So I don't know if you could hear him like. His <laughs> no, but <laughs> like
0: I don't know if she can help you maybe for a little bit but like get somebody that can do this. So first thing you'll do, hire somebody that says, Hey, you got to work. I think you're Eastern time zone. You got to work eight to five Eastern time zone, right? Every day. And you give them an order of priorities. Number one, make sure the marketing goes out. Number two, update my CRM. Okay. Then number three, send the offers. You want them to send offers for you, which is kind of related to the, update the CRM. Number four, do all your follow-up for you. So that's the only things they have to do. Make sure the marketing's going out or make, you know, like if you have to, we talked about a scorecard, have them update the scorecard every day. How much marketing wow. went out, how many came in, how many sellers you talked to, how many offers you made. So that you have a report you can review every week. You've got to have the numbers there in front of you. So yeah. I've heard it said, And I say this to people too, but like, if you don't know your numbers, you do not have a real business, right? You've got to know your numbers. And if you're just floundering around, you're going to struggle. You've got to know your numbers. How much marketing is going out? What are we spending in marketing? How, what's our average cost per lead? What's our average revenue per deal or profit per deal? What's our average profit per lead source? Like what's the most profitable marketing that you're doing?
2: And yeah,
0: (laughs) oh yeah, that's just huge. That's huge. So the VA is going to make sure the marketing goes out. It's updating the scorecard. They're going to make sure they're updating the CRM for you. That's going to be like 75% of their job. Then they're going to send the offers for you in the email and physical mail. And then they're going to do all your follow-up. So whatever that is for you, I mean, every lead needs to get followed up with at least once a month for the rest of eternity, like forever. That's a, that's a job that should never, ever stop. Oh, yeah.
2: If, if somebody doesn't answer my phone call like they were a lead that my callers send in, they don't answer my call. I call them every single day until they answer.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we, uh, cool. we just closed one last month from two years, a two-year follow-up. <sighs> anyway, Thanks. I haven't
2: been in the game long enough, but that, that takes some
1: yeah, <laughs> and it's not, uh, but it's just having the system so nothing gets missed. Two years, a... we see We video. We did a video last week, uh, last month on it, I and mean, when you could see the, the dates, like so, I can't even make it up because uh, at the time we were using Podio, yeah. so it would date stamp everything from when it, the lead came in to when it actually closed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you've yeah. got to be, you know, That's- following up.
0: Yeah, those are the Taylor, best. Are, are you going to do this? Or are you going to get a
2: VA? Oh, yes. I'm getting it. When? A VA. When? Uh, I need to figure out a way to shave some off my, uh, my budget or like to cut okay. costs to where I can do that. Uh-huh. So today's Wednesday.
0: Can you commit publicly to the whole entire universe <laughs> right now? <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> Hello, all like one or two of you. <laughs> But, like, you're going to commit to everybody right now saying, hey, by next Wednesday, a week from now, I'm going to at least contact Virtual Staff Finder and, and get them to find me three VAs.
2: Yeah, sure thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. I commit. And then, and then two weeks
1: after that, no, that's too long. I'm, giving, I'm being too yeah, nice yeah. on you. I'd say by the weekend, <laughs> personally. Like okay. Might, I'll
2: contact them uh, soon as i get off this all right um, good that's that's it
0: contact them send them the 500 bucks they'll schedule an interview with you talk to you find out what you're looking for but like you gotta get that ball rolling within the next week Mm -hmm.
2: yeah yeah i will definitely you're
0: just throwing you're just throwing away money
2: yeah and i don't want to do that
1: (laughs) yeah so cool um anything else gavin um, no, I mean, you, your VA thing, you need to sort your cold callers out. You've got to get them. I'm a, I'm a
2: message them as soon as we get off here.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. and you need to spread that. Uh, you know, I like to do four hours personally and I would, you probably can't cause I don't know what contract you're in. Uh, they probably want you to do six, but I would, if you can, I'd do three VAs at four hours a piece. I'd do an extra VA and shorten the other's hours. Because I think they'll be more efficient fish and they'll get more leads.
2: Yeah, they just actually added um, a third as like, kind of like a relief. So it's a fairly new company, but they just texted okay. me right before I got on this call. So they're okay. training up a third as a, like a relief for uh, okay. these in case they have to go somewhere. Or, uh, or I'll even ask her to help because these VAs are calling for other people as well.
1: Well, Okay. Yeah, don't tell me anymore. (laughs) I think they are.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So,
0: my our advice when we're working with a coaching client, we we tell them you need to have your own dedicated VA working just for you, not for anybody else, and they should only be doing cold calling three max four hours a day, like Mm -hmm. because there's an efficiency curve, like you try doing it yourself, like Gavin mentioned earlier, like after three hours, your brain starts melting, like the cells in your brain start fizzling and smoking. Right. So like, there's a point where after that, you just got to get them doing something else. Like, or if, if they are working for you, like maybe have them do data entry stuff or going to the county website to pulling lists of probates and evictions and divorces and tax liens that you can start maybe marketing to. Right. But like, yeah, only let them do that. So, like, the sooner you can get, I, I don't want to knock
1: another company because, you know, obviously. No, all this is great information. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's good because you've not named the company and don't, don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know who they are because then we can't be like attacking someone.
0: Yes, but we, we like to hire our own dedicated VAs to do the cold calling for us. And we like the Filipino VAs. So, we'll, you know, Gavin, when we found our first uh, Filipino. Uh, a VA for mo I actually told Gavin I said we need to hire somebody local because somebody else said that he's like uh-huh. eh, no I'm gonna try Filipino said, okay whatever <laughs> but like and then it worked like so we put a job in uh, Upwork I think but we specifically said we're looking for somebody with mojo cells experience so we we used mo- we used mojo uh-huh. and um, so we found somebody we didn't have to train them much and so then. Every time we need a new VA for one of our coaching clients, uh, we just go up to her and she finds a friend or something like that. Now I think we've got 40, 45 VAs working for us. Wow. Um, But each one has their own dedicated client that they're working for, right? Uh So that's really, really important. Make sure they're not working for somebody else. They're working just for you. And you're going to save a lot of money too. We're paying, what's
1: our average right now, Gavin? Is it 5 to $7 an hour for the V-A? Five bucks, five bucks an hour. And if you get someone that's really good, cause you'll have the company say, well, they've got to work, they've got to earn money. That's why we farm them out to all these people because that's how they make money over a full time, right? I understand that. But if they are good at what they do and you give them some bonuses, they'll still make more than the full time anyway. And it gets them even better and more hungry to perform in the, um, in the allotted time. Now they would work more for me. I don't want them to work more because yeah. I want them to be strong for the hours that they, that they are at work. That, like if I said eight hours a day, they'd all jump for it. Of course. Um, but I just know on the body of cold calling of what I've personally seen um, that it's just too much. Yeah. So you've got to yeah. control that. And I don't like, you know, I know they put a relief one in, that's another person, well, is there going to be another relief? And before you know it, you've got all these VAs and you don't know any of them are, and you can't help train that if they're going to be swapping out. And momentum, momentum's key because it's just like anything. Us us as well, you know, for you, when you get on a call and you have a great call, you want to get on another call because the momentum you're taking over to the next seller, I mean, the energy's there. The confidence is there. You know, you're not going to come across arrogant. You're just going to be confident and you're just going to yeah. hit it and you're going to get another one and you've got to go again. And then on the flip side, and this goes on the flip, when it just doesn't seem to be working, you're just not in your groove. You know yeah. them days? Yeah, i like, <laughs> I need to just go away and do something else for a little bit because – and don't force it, Right. So it's almost the mentality of when things are good, you've got to keep going and don't slow. And when things are not going, that's when you can kind of like chill out, relax for a minute, go and do something, come back and, and try and go at it again.
0: That's good. Let me give you another piece of advice when it comes to virtual assistants, and Gavin is really good at this. You need to have regular communication with them, and especially at the beginning every day, first thing in the morning, maybe if you can at the end of the day if it it could just be a text message right or or a slack or a skype message but you've got to have that regular communication with them um, that is something that's that that's, that's got to be a non-negotiable that's got to be yeah. number 1 priority because these vAs so one big the biggest reason i think why a lot of investors struggle with virtual assistants is they're not talking to them enough right they're just giving them some instructions and and hoping or expecting them to understand it and do it and not have any problems. And it just doesn't work that way. I mean, you can't imagine, can you imagine working in an office with assistants and never talking to them, never seeing them and just expecting them to do their job. They're real people. Like, and, and yeah. they, they love Gavin because he's always talking to them and they feel appreciated. They feel understood. They feel heard. But Gavin is also like, I need to know when there's a roadblock or who, what's the bottleneck, what's going on? why, because they're not going to come to you typically with problems that they're having. If something's not working, if they're not going to come to you and tell you this stuff. So you have to constantly be asking every day, how's it going? And you got to look at the numbers, look to see how many outbound dials did they make? How much time did they spend on the phone? Um, Mm -hmm. Talk to them every single day after maybe a month, you can talk to them once a week, maybe, but like that communication is so important. Even if you talk to them once a week, you should be texting them every day.
2: Yeah. I Skype. message them on Skype. We're in like a, a group message between me and the VAs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so important.
0: Them. And you're already doing this. So that's good. But when you go to Upwork and you or a virtual staff finder and you find your new VA, you got to have that communication and it could just be a few minutes, but first thing in the morning, have them send you at the end of the day, maybe their scorecard, give them their own scorecard, make them come up with it. Like, like, I want to see what you did today. Put it into a spreadsheet or something for me so I can look at it and see yeah. what what did you do and and, and and how much follow-up did you do? And Does that make sense?
1: No,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so trying to play it. on important.
1: So important. Yeah. Cool. And, and, yeah, for everyone listening, you know, we're talking when we check in with the VA, we know when they're going to start, right? So if they're on the 9 till 1, I know they're going to message me at 9 o'clock. So it's not like yeah. I'm – talking with them and they're taking all this time up. It's not, I just know when I know one VA starts at 10 and he messages me an hour before. I don't know why he does it, but I relentless know he will message me an hour before he starts. And then he'll start at 10. He does it every day. So I already know the sequence of what they do and and communicate. And you'll just see a massive, massive difference over time. right, Yeah.
0: Taylor, what are some of your big takeaways? What are you going to do?
2: Getting a VA, that's for sure the like, first thing I'm doing. And as well as switching up the hours, going to talk to them about the hours, and then maybe even subbing in this uh, – and, and talking to them about my, my cold callers, about saying, hey, I want them to be strictly mine. I don't know if that would be a deal breaker or if I can, if I can get new cold callers because I am still fresh in. If I can get new ones that are strictly mine because I don't want them to be uh, fatigued when calling and getting – getting yelled at because i know that i mean it, it bounces off me now and like, i getting yell that but being in that that spiral downward yeah. where it just it's back back to back so uh, I, i'm gonna get that switched up and uh stay in contact with them and with my uh, my vas
0: one thing i'll recommend too you, you don't have to use mojo dials mojo cells for your outbound calling i use Zen you call. can actually do or in call. You can actually do outbound cold calling inside of REI simple. And um, I've talked to investors that are using REI simple or FreedomSoft for their outbound calls. And they prefer it because of the of quality versus quantity <laughs> argument. They claim that the, the quality is much better. You can leave a personalized voicemail for that specific seller. Hey, Jim calling about your house at 123 Main Street. Not sure I have the right person or not, but if you're interested in selling, please give me a call back. Click, right? Then while you're in there, you send them a quick text. Hey, I'm calling about your house at 123 Main Street. Do I have the right person? And then you can update the status. Boom, go to the next one. So you're not going to get as many done with an auto dialer or a three dialer, but the quality is going to be a little better because you can leave a personalized, unique message. You can send them a text message. Maybe, you know, set up a, uh, reminder to call them again the next day or whatever. But like when you, if you can do that inside of there, even if you use these VAs with the other service, uh, think about that. Cool? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. All right. Anything else? Well, I think you've got it. Well, not for me anyway. I think uh, you've got everything that you need. You know, we always like to leave the a, a call where it's not. you're not getting overwhelmed. You yeah. should only ever, ever have ever one to two things that you focus on. Because that's just the reality of you actually doing it. If we give you 10 things, we could be saying more things, right? But the yeah, yeah. two things that you need is a VA for admin, and then you need to focus on moving and separating the VAs that you've got into different time zones or call times.
0: You know, it's Definitely. funny. I remember I, I, I coached Chris Rude a little bit a long time ago. And uh, when he was – after he was, he was kind of already started, he was getting out of – I think he owned a bunch of oil changes or car washes yeah, or something like that. he did. Got a cool story and uh, was doing tons of deals, but I remember giving him the same advice. Get a virtual assistant as soon as possible. Um, Mm -hmm. Cool, all right Taylor, good talking to you. Hey everybody, just wanted to let you know that uh, Gavin and I did a case study video showing how we did over 155 grand in the last two months doing exactly what we're talking about here. Cold calling, no direct mail, in a virtual market, close to Louisiana in Alabama, how we did it, how we're working with our clients. And if you want to watch that video and get more information about what we do, go check it out right now at virtualstafffinder.com. Virtual, virtual staff finder. <laughs> Virtualcasestudy.com. I was agreeing with you. That's a <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, on. <laughs> virtual case study. Virtualcasestudy.com. Watch the video, it's about 30, 45 minutes long. You're gonna get a lot of good stuff out of it. And um, take some notes, and at the end, we'll talk about how you can maybe work with us. If you're interested, we'll set up your systems, we'll give you the VAs, we'll do the marketing for you, and we'll help you partner with you on the deals. You come to St. Louis, we'll have a two-day implementation workshop, we'll give you our business in a box, and then we have once a quarter, local masterminds, we all get together, and we help each other build our businesses stronger and better. So cool. Looking forward to uh, seeing you guys later. Thank you again, Taylor. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Bye Thanks, bye. guys. Take Bye-bye.
1: Bye.